Welcome to Board Games Are For Losers, a podcast where two friends with the same name talk about everything board game related and introduce new players to the hobby. On this episode, the losers pick a winner by talking about a game that they enjoy and recommend. And now, here are your hosts, the biggest losers in all of board gaming, Darren and Darren. Welcome to Board Games Are For Losers. I'm your host, Darren. And I'm also Darren. And on today's episode, we are going to be bringing you a Losers Pick a Winner with help from special guest, Danique. Danique, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. Definitely so, our most frequent guest, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Yes, yes. Uh, no. Well, <laughs> yes, if you design us a t-shirt. Okay. And then you could have a t-shirt. Fair. <laughs> um, so the game we're going to be reviewing today, and specifically why we wanted you on a podcast for this, is Go Nuts for Donuts, which we will say right up front that you are not a huge fan of, and you made that known <laughs> very clearly. And typically what we do at Losers Pick a Winner, we pick one a game that Deron and I both like and recommend, and so we think it'll be interesting. Do you have a, a conflicting viewpoint on this game? I do, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's why uh, we thought you'd be good to be on the podcast for this game. So, Deron, why don't you tell us a little bit about Go Nuts for Donuts? Okay. In Go Nuts for Donuts, players are trying to collect sets of donuts to score points. All the donuts score in different ways, and some have actions associated with them. The donut cards are placed in the center row, and there's one more donut than the number of players and players secretly choose a card and simultaneously reveal that choice. If any two or more players select the same card, no one gets it. It's that simple. It's that simple. Even though you did have to read the instructions for a couple minutes when we just played it right now. (laughs) We we did just play it. And to be clear, you're just putting down a number through one through four for three players, and you're getting the card with that number. And the cards all score in different ways. So if you have... Some of the card. If you ever played Sushi Go, it's kind of like that. Some score for set. Some just have a point value on them, and, and that's that's that easy. And I do remember when we just played it, Devron, you described it as uh, Gloomhaven with donuts. Yes, and given that I've never played Gloomhaven, I can safely say that I'm definitely correct. <laughs> Uh, Danique has played it. What do you think, Danique? Um, I'm going to have to disagree with that. <laughs> are there any donuts in Gloomhaven? There, I have not gotten to the point where there are donuts yet, so, but I'm pretty early on in the scenario, so... So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there's, there's a possibility. <laughs> so it is nothing like Gloomhaven. It is one of the most simplest games there is. Um, so, Danique, why don't you tell us, uh, what do you like about Gonuts for Donuts? What are some of your positive things to say about it? Okay, well, the, the box is really fun, so that... <laughs> wow! <laughs> Starting off strong! I actually like things that are cutesy, mm-hmm. so the 
the anthropomorphic kawaii pastries that are on the box yes. <laughs> really they, they're fun and the graphics on the cards things the, the bold colors i i dig it i like it all right so you used a pretty big word there yeah. anthropomorphic and since i don't know what that means i'm gonna take it as an insult a kawaii. it <laughs> so means they have faces yep. Yep. okay mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm yeah. assuming for the benefit of most of our listeners who are probably below average intelligence we're gonna have to explain <laughs> Wait, that one is a mohawk and a chipped tooth which yeah, is that's, that's pretty cool pretty you know what badass. i never <laughs> as much as i play this game i've never noticed that before the sprinkled donut has uh, buck teeth yes oh yeah that's true <laughs> i've never true. noticed that yeah it's we both own a copy of this game i've that's never true. Yeah. that is cool you're right the art so we'll say the art yeah. You enjoy that. Yeah. She specifically said the box is nice. The box is nice. <laughs> it's cutesy. That is the best thing she can say about the game is the box is nice. That is a very side-handed so couple. I have more. You guys might cross over. Okay. 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 What do you like about Godus for Donuts? Because you're the one who originally bought this. Yes. 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 I got it for $8. Okay. <laughs> Somehow. From so a guy what, in a van who gave it to me for $8. So that's what you like about it, $8. Uh, yes, that is one of the things. Actually, I didn't write that down, but yes, yes, it is one of the things. No, I think my favorite part about it is that it really requires more thought than you think it should, if that makes any sense. Like, you're just picking up donuts, but as you go along, it turns into a game of what does that person have? Mm-hmm. What are they going to take? And then there's always those moments where you both flip over the same card and you go, ah, you stupid idiot, why did you pick that one? There's a lot more thought that goes into it than I realized because I played with my kids to start. And I was like, this is kind of silly. But then when we played as a group of six people, it was really cool. It's exactly like uh, that game they play in Princess Bride. Where they put the poison in the cup, and they're like, "You think I did this, and you think um, I'm good." It's it's that type of game, and that's what the game is. Like what you're saying, yes. Like it's picking a number, but trying to figure out what the other people are going to do, and then think, "Well, do they think I'm going to figure that out?" That's what the game is. So really it comes down to basically like Princess Bride with donuts. <laughs> And a little bit of Gloomhaven sprinkled in. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. All right, Darren, what is your first pro? Um, I like that it's uh, it's a quick to play. It's very fast. Um, we just played it, the three of us, with setup and playing it. I mean, we all knew how to play, but uh, right. I had, I had to look at the rules and figure out how to set it up for three players. I've never played with three players before. It took us about 15 minutes. <laughs> including setup and everything, maybe we're pushing 20. The box says 20. It plays two to six players. Because it's simultaneous, even if you have six players, it's still going to take 15 to 20 minutes. So I really like that about it. Uh, we play it at work, at lunch. Uh, we, we, last This past weekend, we played it outside on the patio. In fact, it was getting dark. You could barely see the donuts anymore. We were finishing the game. Yeah, so we clearly need glow-in-the-dark donut cards. That's the way to pimp this game out. <laughs> but I just like that. It's, a, it's clearly a filler game, right? And it's I disagree. It's <laughs> complete. I play this all night, every day. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, Did he just vomit? I, it's okay. I actually had filler game as a negative. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's true. That's our well. Uh, save it. Did do you have any other positives? To I say do. About I, oh, yes. oh, okay. I think I, I like that it plays up to six players. So there's not yeah. a whole mm-hmm. like, like a small game that you can just throw on the table that plays yeah. up to six players and is entertaining, especially for newer people. Yeah. I think is, wow. It's mm-hmm. a bonus. That was like three pros in one. Yeah. Entertaining <laughs> and newer people. Yep. Well, I don't know if that's in 
pro, but <laughs> no, that it's a feature. One of the reasons I bought it after Dayron introduced it to me because I like it, uh, but it plays six players, and right. we don't have a ton of games to play six players. Mm-hmm. A lot of them stop at five, and and right. so and there's well, just this weekend we had six players we had to play with. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, last night we went out for a game night and we had eight players and we had to play a few six player games because that was the limit, you know. So yeah. I, I like that it, it goes up to six. Yeah, and a it lot doesn't of ones change that do the go game. Up to six yeah. Are social deduction and yeah. that's another genre that I'm not really enthused about. <laughs> oh, save that for another episode. <laughs> yes. yes, indeed. Dayron, what else? Because you're the you're the biggest uh, proponent of this game, I would say. Yeah, I would just say its brilliance is unmatched. Uh, no, so <laughs> I think the the other pro uh, that I had kind of goes along with my first one uh, that, but it just plays great with kids and then with adults. Like, yeah. it, there's not a ton of games that I I thoroughly enjoy playing with my kids because they will flip over the same card as I do and then yell at me because somehow it's my fault that I picked the same card they did. Yeah. It's just like, how did you do that? <laughs> and then, but I've had so much fun. The first time I think we played it fully adult was with at Double Decon. We played six people. Right. Yeah. And I was like, ah, this is great. So yeah. that is my pro. There, okay. My other pro. All right. Um, do either have any more pros? Because I have a half pro, half negative. No. Uh, my, my, I think my final one would be, I think you might have already mentioned it, simple to teach and learn. Like, yeah. it's no, anybody can play it. And that's my, so here, that's my half pro oh, and half negative. It's very simple to play. You just throw down a card, one through four, whatever cards you want. So that's simple. But... You do have to pay attention to the cards in the row, and you do have to understand if you really want to play, and understand what what they do, and you have to look at what everybody else has and what are they likely to go for, and you have to do that kind of uh, the, the the guessing, out guessing the other players, and and also understanding the cards and knowing them, recognizing them. the 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 print on it is kind of small, so right. every time a card, there's no player aids. Which would be nice. Mm. So every time a card comes up, like the Mucho Macho, right? Mucho Macho. Like, yeah. okay, I have to lean over and look at that tiny print. My God, what is that card? Okay, I got it. But for people who aren't invested in the game, they're not going to do that. And they're just going to say, I'll go for number three because I like the buck teeth on that guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty endearing. <laughs> that's, Which, a good, that's a good point, though, because I think we played one game at work one time where... I think it was Zach, right? Mm-hmm. That was playing, and he was just all he was trying to do was pick the same card as Lacey. Yes, it was yeah. kind of funny, yeah. but then it was like the three, the rest of us were playing, and kind of just doing our own thing. But it really kind of started to break down because two people weren't playing mm-hmm. correctly, quote right. unquote. Right. But which is the problem you run into when you play with your kids. But that you're kind of expecting, yes. And so that's one of my negatives is for how light and simple it seems. In order to make the game work, everybody kind of has to be paying attention. You can't just willy-nilly sit there and throw out cards. You can. Yeah. Uh, you know, but... And I think it probably does... The more times you play it, like, you know how many of a certain card are in yeah. there. As a newer player, I don't know how many Jolly Donuts there are. Right. You know, That's so... True. And, the, and that can be a part of the strategy. So as much as it is a light game that you don't have to pay too close attention to, there is a level of yeah. being able to figure out, you know, some of the strategies of what other people have and how many cards are in there and how 
yeah. likely. I think the word you're looking for is brilliance. <laughs> but this is why I'm on the fence with this one, because you're right. It's still, there is a deep game there. But if you have six players, odds are not everybody's playing at that level. Right. right. Some people are just throwing cards down, and that kind of negates the deepness of the game. It was fun when the three of us just played. We were all, we were all paying attention. We all knew the cards, and there was that game going on. But I feel it too easily. There's people who just are just going to throw a card down and see what they get. Oh, I won the card. Yeah. You know, we were all clearly trying for the best scoring cards and figuring out. I know that you have two donor holes. If you get a third, you're going to score a lot. How many times did I block you from passing a negative card to me? Because I knew I had to, you were going to go for that. I had to block you. That's true. I, well, yeah, I thought when we played, we were trying to let Danique win so she would like the game. <laughs> <laughs> but she did end up winning because I had to block you from giving me the negative two points. I did that like three times and she ends up winning. Right. A plan comes that's together. That's how I win most times I play games. That's fine. That's the first prize under the radar. All right, Danique, let us hear your negatives. You would better give her like 10, 15 yes. minutes here. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, really for me, just like that... The biggest thing is that the negative is that it's a filler game, and as much as I understand the, the need for filler games, they're just you're, not you're above that. Yeah, you're, I just yeah. I get irritated because I'm I feel like I'm wasting my time, especially if I'm playing with other people who really enjoy playing mm-hmm. more heavy games. Yeah. Then I feel like I'm kind of wasting my time. So mm. I, if I'm gonna play this, it better be with people who just like. Are done. Are done. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lower intelligence. So you would have had a great time at MaxCon when we played a five-hour yes, game of the cards. I would have loved that. Like, yeah. Which, I mean, I, my ultimate goal is to get someone to agree to play Twilight Imperium. So. Oh, oh God. <laughs> right. Well, I've played a five-hour game. I feel like I could play, what's that, four to seven? Ten. Seven, more. <laughs> seven at least. Yeah. I could accomplish so much during that time. Well, so I, that's a good point, though, because... In some circumstances, at MaxCon that first day, actually, I wanted to, like, playing the Colossus was great. I mean, I didn't like, love the game, but, like, I was like, I, I can do this. I yeah. have five, I have, when else can you play? A full 14 hours to dedicate yeah. to it. But most of the time, for, especially for Darren and I, we, we gotta fit games in when we can. Yeah. And it, that's why I've gravitated towards games like, it's more like Sagrada and Azul, which are 45 minute games, yeah. not, the two hour plus game. Yeah, and I so. like, I mean, I like those. I, I would rather play those over Gonuts for Donuts. So, your thing is more against filler games than Gonuts for Donuts in particular? Mm, a little bit, but one of the other negatives kind of. Do you want me to tell yeah, you? Yeah, yes. Okay, so it's, I don't like auction games. I really don't. I just don't love the, I don't like the randomness of pick something mm-hmm. and maybe you'll get it, maybe you won't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that drives me nuts. Okay. I I agree with that. I feel in this case, as much as I talk about, hey, there is strategy, there's a deep strategy, we're all playing, we're trying to guess each other. I think when it really comes down to it, it's just random. It's very random. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. This is the thing. I think it it gives the illusion of like, I'm outsmarting you. And, you know, I know you're going to do that. And I did this to counter that. But really, maybe one turn it happens. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just random when the collisions occur and you don't get the card you want. There's some cases, clearly, and especially with more players, there's somebody, okay, somebody's better block him. I assume that somebody else will do it, so I won't. So nobody does. Right. And that's fun. It's fun. But it's random. And you can't, you can't, you can 
strategize only so much. You can see it. It looks like there's strategies that you could control, but I feel that you really can't control it. Right. So... I just don't think you understand. <laughs> it's just, We're just, like, not just flying way over your head. It's just, this is yeah. I'll explain it all later. Oh boy! Do you have any negative? I do. Yes, oh, okay. I do. Wow. And it kind of it follows on to that point because I think my main problem with it is at less than four players. Mm. So to explain, every yeah. player you add, you get to add new cards, yeah. and the, the more players you have, those cards are better. They're they're yeah. more fun. They have different actions. Where more you're, involved. Yes, you're passing cards to other people. Yeah. You're, you're you're interacting more. So we play a game with three players. It becomes more random because it's yeah. just there's not much to do. Right. Yeah, there's you know kind of what what's going to happen. The so cards are very simple. Yeah, yeah, I think this game. I wish there were better cards that they include at the lower player counts. I, I don't know why they didn't, but as you go to four or five and six players, the game gets to me exponentially better because of the cards yeah. only. I agree with that. Exponentially. Exponentially. Is it exponentially? Ex- exponentially. <laughs> Expo- exponentially. That's five syllables. <laughs> Boom. Grandiloquent word of the day. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's the only negative I have. That's it. Um, now, I, 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 I agree with Denise that I would much rather be playing... If the three of us get together, I'd much be rather be playing a heavier game. I have no need for fillers. But I think uh, we're kind of unique, Deron, myself, because a lot of our gaming and the, the whole essence of our podcast is we play with a lot of new players. Right. And... I think of sometimes the filler game or the fun game draws people in. Yeah, and I you agree know. with that because at Double Decon, that definitely, everybody was wild for Donuts. They were going nuts for <laughs> they Donuts. Were. And then <laughs> so, was like, sir, fuming. Like, how could you like this game? <laughs> this game going to be over. But that's a perfect point, is right. that I don't, think, I don't think it's an amazing game. But I think it's a game. <laughs> I think it's a game that we've used in a lot of situations. People sit around, they flip the cards. There's a collision. People go wild. <laughs> they think it's fun. They think this is a blast. They're yelling. They're like, "How could you do that to me? Yes. <laughs> Why did you do this?" And that gets people like, "Oh, that game was fun. What else do you have?" Right. And at the eight to twelve dollars that this game costs. To me, it's a recommendation. The fact that it plays with kids, families, uh, it's easy to teach, but there is some depth of strategy, and we can disagree on whether there is any real strategy involved. And I'm kind of more on Danique's side with this. <laughs> so what you're saying is Go Nuts for Donuts is kind of like a gateway drug. It's kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I hesitate to say it's a gateway game that are really going to get um, intellectual people sucked in. I think it's a game that people are going to like. That's a fun time, right? You know what I mean? Where they don't, they may not see the strategies. They're like that was a lot of fun, and and I learned it in five minutes, and I flipped my cards, and we were all laughing. And I've never seen anything like that before. And it's got donuts with cute faces on it. And there's one called Mucho Macho. And there's the maple bar. And there's the donut holes. And the jelly filled. And, like, it's just fun. Like, I think, to me, that's that's why I would recommend it. 
Okay. Danique, what would you recommend or not recommend? Well, I think I would recommend it for yes. all of the reasons all right, you're done. <laughs> that you said. I would not I would not myself buy it, but I think if people are newer and if I a hundred percent agree with the kids aspect of it. Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely a great game that adults can enjoy playing with the kids and, and it really does help the kids start to understand as they, you know, kind of pay attention more and play games more, they can start to understand the strategy that's involved. Yeah. Then. Would it help if it had donut minis? Donut minis. It would help if it had like stuffed animal donuts. Oh. Came with it. <laughs> right, but if we like, actually got some donuts to eat while we were playing, that uh, that would be the win. Yeah, that I think right so. There would okay, be, double yeah. decon twenty twenty. We'll Absolutely. have breakfast with donuts for donuts. There's a, there's a coffee one too. Yeah. There's a coffee and the one right. of the cards is coffee. Yeah, I think that would definitely tie the theme together. Before I give you my recommendation, would you guys care to guess how many times I've played Donuts for Donuts? Ooh. I think I got this last year sometime, so it's about a, probably about a year. Okay, you had it for a while before me, because I, I just looked at my plays, and this would be six right here. Okay. Because I've only been playing it since Double D kind of a few months ago. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would say, Dayron, that you played it. Is there an over on there? Um, well, so, uh, I will caveat it with this. I do count the plays with the kids. Right, yeah. Um, I will give you an over-under of 30. Ooh, that's tough, because I was going to say 20, so I'll go under. I'll go under. Uh, I'm going to say over. Ooh, Danique is correct. Ooh. This was I was going to guess 47th time I played it. Wow, 44. (laughs) Yeah, this is 47. So here's my recommendation. So right now, I I looked on Amazon. The game is $15. Mm -hmm. It's pretty pricey for this game. So it's like a recommend, but probably wait till it drops a little bit. I think. Really? I paid $8 for it. That was brilliant. I... <laughs> wow. Okay, wait. I'm I'm really bad at math. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah. How many? Uh, like, how much but, cost per play? Right. So like, it, so it's at about thirty three cents. <laughs> so the cost of about like a stamp. Yeah. Yeah. Per play. Yeah. Not a forever stamp. Yeah. Like one of the other ones. And you've only played it. You've only had it for a year. You will be playing this for years. Right. You will. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. Like you've been playing for years. It's not a game. I'll be like, we played it once. Let's play it again and again. No, I'll be like, all right, I played it twice this week. It's right. you know, I'm not going to play like two times in a row. Yeah, this, rare. This and King Domino are easily the most value I've ever gotten yeah. out of any games for the price. So yeah, it's definitely a recommend. Yeah, you know, fifteen dollars fine, but if it goes on sale for anything. Like eight dollars oh, was absurd. I think I got it for twelve, but yeah, it's you sucker. get it. Yeah, fifteen is probably as crazy as it sounds. Like the highest to pay for it, it's still a deal. It's actually probably less than you would pay, I think, for a dozen donuts. And plus a coffee to go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Goes straight to your hips. Yeah, that's right. a lot more friendly to your I, waistline. I. I <laughs> The big reason for me to recommend it is it's so cheap. The cost per play. You will play it multiple times. You can play it with anybody. I mean, of all the people we play, we play with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Danique has hated it the most. <laughs> Very dry. The yeah. only person that disliked, disliked it. it. Yeah. 
the only person that disliked it. That's why we wanted to have you on to discuss it. Because I, I let everybody, you know, to complete openness, like, hey, this is your viewpoint. This is why I don't like it. But no, nobody else agrees with you. It's <laughs> therefore wrong. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think at that price point, you can't go wrong. And even if you hate it, then you could go burn it and be like, all right, I'm out. Ten bucks. <laughs> or you could frame the pictures of the cute donuts and now you have a nice piece of art. Yeah. All right, that's it. Anybody else have any other comments about Donuts for Donuts? Mm-hmm. Brilliant. <laughs> it's Gloomhaven with Donuts. <laughs> Sayonara. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For more information about the podcast, check out www.boardgamesareforlosers.com. If you have questions that you want answered on the show, or if you just want to tell us that you still think we're losers, you can email us at boardgamelosers at gmail.com. You can chat with other losers in our forums over at boardgamegeek.com by visiting guild number 3300. And don't forget to check out our amazing board game photography on Instagram by following at boardgamelosers. <laughs>